Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monterey podcast. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I started to get choked up while I did it, and I just went with it. This is Justin Monorail, and I've got my whole Monorail family in the room with me today, and a Monorail family member on the magical Monday Morning Monorail video hotline. And I'm going to welcome him first because we missed him so much last week. It's Landon, the Dawes Doan. Welcome back to the Monorail, sir. Yay, and the crowd goes mild. Hi, everybody. It's me, Landon, uh, coming to you from the isolation station of love. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. We're going to say I was serving a suspension because that sounds way cooler than just me saying I missed the last two weeks. So fresh off, uh, fresh off serving my suspension, I'm back. Can we confirm you did not have the COVID-19? I can confirm I have not had the COVID-19. Okay. So, and we're also two weeks plus without receiving a death threat, so that's fun. That's good, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you need to have, like, the dry erase board, how many days <laughs> since death threat. It, for those of you who don't know, we won't go into detail, but Landon is on terrestrial radio in Knoxville, Tennessee, and sometimes they talk about controversial things, thus people are always level-headed and reasonable. No, In no way do people on radio ever get death threats for things they nope. say. Nope. Mm-mm. Never happens. <laughs> and this is all just hypothetical, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I, I'll i be honest. Sometimes I'm surprised we haven't because of the way people react to Disney's topics and subjects. <laughs> I think so. yeah, speaking of level-headed and mature, boy, did we see that in yeah. full effect with Diz Twitter this oh, week. Oh, we're going to get to it. And by the way, <laughs> our discussion... We'll wait and see if maybe I need to make a new dry erase count for days since last death threat. Yeah, little teaser. Stick with us. We got some hot information coming in. Now I shall introduce the family in the room, and I will start with the man to my left, who is... Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Garrett Monorail back on the podcast. Yes. How you doing, sir? Uh, fine. You missed last week. I did. You did. You didn't get to talk about all these restrictions and things we talked about with Nick. Good. I hate hearing about it. Yeah, I think I think Landon was relieved to not be on that show too because he, he was worried he would be he'd be censored quite a bit mm-hmm. in I his reactions. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have the button ready if I need to hit it today. But glad to have you back. Also with us, across from me, is one. Um I am a cheesy eighties villain, but <laughs> In a Halloween-themed movie. Oh. Doesn't that make you, like, a killer or something? No, no. Like, it would be, like, a show that they would be able to, like, kids Maybe, like, a Goosebumps. It. Like, a Goosebumps-style so situation. So, you're, you're, you're just, like, up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so. harming anyone, just being really inconvenient to everyone else. Yeah, or, like, I'm a bunch of ants, because that was a... Goosebumps did you ever? Did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Have you ever seen um, that I show? I have. I've heard of it. It was an old show on SNCC, which was mm-hmm. Saturday Night Nick, and it was a spooky show for kids. You can watch it all on YouTube. Now. Yeah, it's on YouTube. 
One of the episodes that sticks out to me was one about the monkey's paw. Did you see that one? Um, I read the monkey's paw. Yeah, I mean, it's a a monkey's paw is like a common trope. Well, let's talk with someone who might remember this. Let me welcome our last and final, but very important guest. It is. Are you calling me old? Did I say you were old? You said I would remember it. You're as old as we are. <laughs> hey, it's Samantha Monorail. Samantha. I mean, I know about that. Yeah. Though. I know. Do you remember the Monkey's Paw episode, Samantha yeah, Monorail? Yeah, I think so. It was a good one. It's been a while, so uh, my memory's faded a little bit. Yeah. What I remember of it is it was a kid that was like on the track team, and he wanted to win. Yes. Oh, my God. I yeah. Remember. And so the kid that was like faster than him, did he end up like twisting his ankle or something? Yeah, like something, something very bad. inconvenient yeah. happened to him. He Bec- got hurt. Yeah. It, because that's what happens with the monkey's paw. You make these wishes and then something bad happens. Mm-hmm. I think Do my- y'all remember the episode that had Tia and Tamara Mallory in it and, and, and uh, one of the twins turned the other one into an iguana and like <laughs> was an evil twin? I do remember yeah, that show was wacky. But of course, I mean, what do we expect? Every episode started with a kid throwing a pile of angel dust into fire. So, I mean, yeah. those kids are probably high AF. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I think submitted for your approval. That I remember like the most like I remember it from watching it on YouTube because I'm not as old as you guys. Um <laughs> Is the one where it was the carnival and there was the clown that oh, was that like was, following yes. the kids oh. around and stuff. That one was cool. That one was creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. That's that's the C word I would have gone with. Some of those episodes really did a good job of like creating a creepy vibe. Others were just like, eh, all right. And the clown smoked or like it was. Of um, course, because bad the, people smoke. The mm-hmm. guy who ran the attraction smoked or something. I don't remember exactly. Listeners, you don't want to smoke or You'll seem like one of the bad guys. That's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's true. You got to wear a black cowboy hat and smoke. Those are two of the signs of being a bad guy. (laughs) I mean, that's just science. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 114 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. And today is June 29th, 2020. As of yesterday, the Walt Disney World Park Pass reservation system was open to anyone who had a ticket to go to Walt Disney World. So it actually started on the 22nd with people who had a hotel reservation. And then on the 26th, the Park Pass reservation system opened up to APs. And then on the 28th, now it's open to everyone who has a current ticket. They're not selling new tickets. um, But I think that's going to be happening relatively soon. They're saying they're trying to accommodate everyone who has a reservation or a ticket first, and then they'll start selling. Here's the thing. As an AP... You haven't accommodated me yet. Sure, I've got my three days, but I want to plan a whole bunch of more days, so don't be letting people in yet. I'm not ready for that. Right. Um, But yeah, it's kind of crazy. What I have found in kind of messing around with the Park Pass Reservation availability system on the Disney website, it appears that there's like three different buckets of tickets. Because if you click on the button that says resort guest and you look at like july august september pretty much the whole calendar is still green with, with some exceptions there are some yellows which show limited availability for the parks but pretty much green throughout if you go to the ap button and you look at july almost nothing is available now that's terrible yeah there like there's weekdays the last couple weeks of july but aside from that it's booked up all the weekends and then into august every saturday is booked in august Mm-mm. 
um, and it's starting to be yellow. It, it was a little more green as of yesterday, but now that people with tickets are making reservations, I guess that might be impacting it. So, Landon, I know this is where we were going to start getting into the possibility that I might need to censor you, but <laughs> you know, I know your AP got expanded, but I know you're not really you're not really thinking about coming down right now. Um, no, no, I am thinking of coming down. It's just I have another part of me. It's like you are keeping your hairy backside in East Tennessee <laughs> yeah. until this is all taken care of. Yeah, um, because we have to like balance out our excitement to get back in the parks with the fact that Florida is becoming the new epicenter Yay. of the novel coronavirus 2019. We did it. Yeah, we, we stole it right from New York. We took it from New York. Take that, Frank and Jen, bragging yeah. for weeks about being in the epicenter. We have taken the title, and really, it's like Miami and Orange County. I think are the two biggest, like right here. Yeah, real close mm -hmm. to us, right where we it are. Makes sense. <laughs> Y'all, please be careful. Oh my gosh, my friends are coming down here, like <laughs> in next a couple weeks. next week. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, this is <laughs> such a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, Disney, of course, is taking the precautions of the social distancing, the limited capacity, screening with the temperature checks, which we know is not super effective because people can be uh, asymptomatic. Right. Um, and, and requiring masks. But here's the thing. I mean, I know, like, we've been talking about how wearing the mask in the heat, touring theme parks is uncomfortable. It is. And it's something that, like, it's it's just a, a necessary evil of if you want to get out there and do this, like you've got to wear the mask. But but people, please be wearing the mask because look, we can wash our hands, we can use antibacterial soap and lotions as much as possible, and the masks aren't one hundred percent effective. But none of this stuff is. But anything we can do to to kind of reduce the chances that either you're going to infect someone else or yourself, we need to be trying to do it. Um, but I'm not here to preach to you. I'm just saying. Then don't do it. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, um, it's true. We have mm -hmm. to be careful because it is. I think um, you know it's almost over ten thousand cases now yeah. in Orange County, which um, just in Orange County. Yeah, in Orange 10, County. Yeah. Wow. Um, in our county, which is right beside it, and it's also maybe a fourth the size of Orange County, we're um, um, over two thousand already. Yeah. And and by the way, just like a week ago, we only had 400. Yeah. Orange County has issued a mask mandate. So if you're in Orange County, in public, you have to wear a mask unless you're eating or drinking. Um, so that's something to keep in mind for people that are going to be traveling down. Because if you're going to be staying in the county, then if you go out, you got to have that mask on. Mm -hmm. um, everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere you go. It's not just in the parks. It's the new norm. Yeah. And it's not across the state, but it is Orange County mandate. Right. It should be across the state at this point. Well, and, and, and the thing is, you know, I think we're all accepting that this isn't 100% effective, but it's just something we can do to help. And it's mostly for everybody else. So. Yeah. It's just weird. I feel like other countries are doing so much better than we are. Well, they are. Yeah, that, they that, are. That's why, you, that's why it feels like that. Yeah. Well, I know. But I'm, I'm sure there are some countries that aren't doing well, just like America. Uh, all of that to tell you that we did have some new <laughs> regulations <laughs> that just breaking news um, over the weekend 
It was actually on Friday, I yeah, think. Yeah, Friday. Um, the uh, Florida Department of Business and Personal or Professional Regulation issued a new mandate that was banning across the state, statewide, banning on-premises consumption of alcohol in bars. Now, the reason that this is big news was because Disney, just right before that, announced that food and wine is going to get kicked off as soon as Epcot opens. Right. And so, of course, people are wondering, well, how does this impact Disney and does it impact food and wine? And, you know, what what are we going to see that ends up getting shut down because of this? Um, my speculation was that Disney's going to find ways to work around the mandate. Because if you read it, what it says is locations that um, derive 50% or more of their profits from the sale of alcohol are considered like bars and they have to be shut down. Um, if it's 50% from food or other things, then it's not a bar. And I guess bars can still sell it, but it has to be taken away. Yeah. So they have to give it to them still sealed. Yeah. In a container. In, in a container. Wait. And then they could take it with them, but they just can't stay there and drink it. Why is this happening? Because bars are where people gather. And you start mm-hmm. drinking, people get close to each other. And yeah, but like, so are restaurants. Yeah, but in restaurants, they sit you down at the table and they space you out. And it's not the same kind of an interaction as a bar, you know? People I, are drawn together at a bar. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. I mean, there are other places that cause people to gather and bunch up and stuff. But um, it sucks because I know a lot of the bars around in Orange County and the places that have had to be shut down, they've really been suffering. The businesses have been suffering and this is a huge shot. Like why even be open? Right. Um, so hopefully, you know, they can manage to get through this, but in terms of the impact to Disney, we saw it immediately because on Friday we got to go see Allison at Disney Springs, our mm-hmm. good friend at WDW mini bar, M I N N I E on Twitter. Um, she was in town with her mom because they had a stay at the beach club. Mm-hmm. And so we met them at Disney Springs and kept our distance. So we kept the mask on. Except for one time. Because <laughs> Sam doesn't know how to behave herself. I just wanted a picture. <laughs> but and also, you don't know how to behave. She doesn't yourself. know how That's to behave. That's part of the reason we love you. <sighs> but, you know, we, we went down there. We had a nice time. But, but what I was going to say was the first thing we saw... I look over at Jock Lindsay's and the sign is gone. The hangar bar sign that was hanging from the crane was taken down because that is the location that had to get shut down in Disney Springs. Yep. Ugh. Doesn't that hurt? That's like a shot right to the gut. That's like like soul crushing. Like I hear that. It's like, why even go to Disney Springs? Yeah. <sighs> I oh, know. well, there are other reasons, but I like the hanker bar. <laughs> Jock, Jock, Lindsay's. Jock Lindsay's is the reason to go to Disney Springs, at least in my opinion. It's, I love that place. It's one of my favorite places to go. And, man, it was sad. Just I looked over there, and I was like, what is happening? I got a pretzel there, so it gets my respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those pretzels are good. If it were up to Garrett, they would get more than 50% of their revenue from pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> so it is a good pretzel. Uh, but man, that, that was a shot, but here's the thing. So I know you're thinking, well, it seems like there's bars all over Disney Springs. Yeah. But a lot of them are more restaurant. Like for example, Raglan road, Raglan road is not shut down. I think most people associate Raglan Raglan road has good food. I'll say they have good food, but most people associate Raglan road with drinks. Not only is people grilling hot dogs and people, well, grilling hot dogs outside. Um, (laughs) Raglan road is open. 
Not only that, the bar outside Raglan Road on the patio is open. Yeah. Hmm. And people sitting at the tables, hanging out, not taking their drink and leaving. Yeah. And all the little walk-up bars are open, too. Yeah. So if they if you ever see one of those uh, carts that sell beer and drinks like that they just push, like sometimes there's one right outside of Disney style, mm-hmm. like just down from there. Those were open. And I guess they're thinking, well... I'm trying to I'm trying to like do some mental gymnastics to figure out what the logic is there. <laughs> but it must be that well this isn't a restaurant or bar, it's part of Disney Springs? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, people don't gather. But you and can't stay that's true. There. You don't stay there. You take so, it away. Yeah. Mm. Maybe but that's the logic. It's a rule at Disney that they have to open what they sell to you. Yeah. So does that your not walking away with a sealed beverage. True. Does that matter? I don't know. Interesting. It's bizarre. It is kind of surprising, especially in the case of Raglan Road. Like, I I understand why it remains open because it is a restaurant. But the outside bar, that's the one that I'm kind of like looking at it sideways. Like, for you to say it's still staying open and a, a business as usual, that's very surprising. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Maybe it's because it's like part of the restaurant i wanted to know well first it looked like Mm. mckenna was about to have a huge epiphany did you have something to say no i was just moving the microphone in front of my (laughs) here's here's what i think is happening do you think because you have to make reservations to go to raglan road that or they take reservations that makes it more of a restaurant whereas Jacques Lindsay's, you don't there's no reservations at Jacques Lindsay's. well they serve a lot of food there uh, Raglan Road. They do, People but I'm, go there for I'm trying to d- delineate because you can eat at Jock Lindsay's too. Yeah, but it's snacks. It's not. You don't get like a. There are no a entrees. Entree. Yeah, it's, that's a good point. It's bar food. Like yeah. it's uh, stuff that they can easily just warm up in a microwave and put it on a plate. I guess. No one's cooking. Cooking. Um, Dockside Margaritas was also closed, by the way. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Because that's a walk up. That is a walk. You up. can walk away with it yeah i don't know what's going on with that one yeah but based on what we're seeing oh i wanted to ask you did you guys get the chance to check at beach club to see if their lounges were open um i don't think that they were uh the only thing that's open is the market place that market and they sell like beers yeah they sell stuff in there in the bottle i guess um and like a you know little snacks and stuff like that but and then there's like a little like um it's not a it's kind of like their little quick service was open but other than that everything shut down yeah okay interesting because i know you guys were talking about going and checking um the lounges at beach club so i wanted to know yeah we didn't really walk around to see too much of it um but our big thing was we went for a walk around the boardwalk yeah and we wanted to walk past epcot we were hoping yeah to see Spaceship Earth and all her glory. Just walk by it. Yeah. Is Epcot thinking of me? <laughs> it should be, because I miss it terribly. Yeah. We were definitely being watched when we came up, Oh, though. sure. Um, like, that guy, I don't think he was very happy we got close. Yeah. You know? But, um, but yeah, the, the boardwalk, a lot of stuff is open, um, like the restaurants and stuff, but... You, what? I was going to ask, did you see Abracadabar? Yeah, but it's not open. Not open. Mm-mm. Okay. No, but the restaurants were. Yeah. And the little bakery and um, the Ample Hills was open. So. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think what I, if I'm kind of reading the tea leaves based on what we're seeing, what I think is that this mandate is not going to have any impact on food and wine. It might have impact on some of the locations. Like for example, um, Tudo Gusto, uh, the, the bar in Italy where you go, oh, yeah. you can go get that espresso martini. Yeah, it's good. I bet that won't be open cause that's really more for drinks. Can you, or you can order food there. There's a place to sit and actually eat in the restaurant, like restaurant food. Yeah. I don't know if they would close that cause those people are making drinks for the entire restaurant. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't think any of the food and wine booths will be affected because you can get a drink. You'd get a drink and take it away. Yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. stay there. So I believe that food and wine is going to move ahead. Yeah. So now you can still waste all your money on a four ounce pour. Enjoy. (laughs) Well, that's exactly what they might. That's kind of what I was thinking is that, well, now they've got this reason that they could shut down the bars. Like, like they could, but Oh, come on. That would be awful. But, like, if you think about the bar at Spice Road Table and the one at Rose and Crown, they're connected to a restaurant. Yeah, they're making for the restaurant. Those those bartenders but are making drinks for the restaurant. awfully crowded mm-hmm. and tight in the Rose and yeah, Crowns. Well, if they make it to where people have to socially distance and walk in, get it, and then walk right yeah, back out. like a one-way. If they keep making everybody leave, then That's they could true. make me my drinks still. That's true. Don't take it away, Disney. (laughs) We'll have to see how that... It'll be interesting, but I don't think the booths will be impacted, I guess, is is kind of what I'm thinking. The the thing I'm going to miss is last year they did the really cool um, cider experience in in, in the Canada Pavilion. That was cool. I doubt they'll do that. No, they won't have that room open. Yeah. No way. Unless well, of course, now, charcuterie plate too has good. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's back open using you know for Canada far and wide, but because um, that's the theater. But I, I don't think they'll use it for the cider thing. They'll still do, as far as I know, they're still doing the Canada far and wide. I mean, it wasn't on the list of unavailable experiences. So, yeah. dang, now I want that cider flight. That was good. Oh, it was. That was good stuff. <laughs> it had that was that was a highlight last year. <laughs> it was. Plus, it was nice and cool in there. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't know about the flight. That's where I lost my magic band. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they it found its way back to you. That means it's meant to be Disney magic. My Illuminations magic band. <laughs> I lost it in there somewhere in there, and it was like we were walking out. Frank, Landon, and I, and I was like, my magic band's Uh-oh. gone. <laughs> yep, it's gone. Yeah. It magically disappeared. Yeah. I don't know if I was like distracted or something when I was in there, but I didn't notice it until we were gone. Mm-hmm. No, course, I now now I remember it. You took the first sip of apple cider, you're like, dang, this is really good, and then just started throwing stuff for no reason. <laughs> And there went your magic band. <laughs> yeah. Flailing his arms I was. around. <laughs> Jay is a known flailer. I, I decided to take any accessories off my body and throw them at people. Wow, this is really good. <laughs> Y'all tried this cider? Boom. <laughs> yeah. But I got it back, which is pretty magical. I'm still blown away you got it back. No kidding. I was a little bit... Uh, sad or nervous that I thought I may have lost it on Soren because we had done Soren right before that. And I was like, if I lost it on Soren, it's probably gone. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it found its way back to me. So boomerang. I meant to, 
<laughs> you do come back. Um, I wanted to talk about this at the top, and I just got rolling and I forgot. But, Sam, let's talk a little bit about Beach Club, because this was the first time that you ever stayed at a non-value Disney resort. Oh, my God. It was so <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, my first time... I'm so excited. It was awesome. Um, I had a really good time with Allison and Norma. And I do realize, like, we both, we should have probably all not spent that time together. But I, oh my gosh, I just miss my friends so much, you know. And um, we, we did swim most of the day. And actually, the pool was pretty empty. The the whole place was pretty empty. <laughs> and so there weren't a whole lot of people in the pool. And it was easy to stay away, like in socially distance. Except from each other. Except for, <laughs> yeah, well, I was there with them. Um, so tell me, they were staying in a Disney uh, Beach Club Villa studio. Yes. It's because they're DVC. Yes. So tell us about that room. Oh, it was so cute. Um, so it had, um, a little area with a, um, refrigerator, a little kitchenette, a little kitchenette. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have a microwave though. No microwave. No, I think they're supposed to have a microwave. Maybe I don't the remember, pictures I've well, seen. but I didn't see a microwave, <laughs> but we did have a coffee maker. I know that. Oh. Um, and for breakfast, uh, the day Saturday morning, we went and got from a local bakery. Um, they make like some of the Disney, uh, pastries and they made cattails and stuff. It was pretty good. Um, mm. are they the same Cheshire cattails? They're very, if, well, I, I guess my question is, is Disney sourcing them from this bakery or do they make their own? I have no idea. I, uh. That's a good question. But I know they didn't have the purple and pink all over them, uh. but it was a chocolate cattail and it's called a cattail. And you did get the Nom Nom cookie, the we Jack got Jack the Nom Nom cookies. Jack Jack Nom Nom cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, now, those I could actually imagine they do get from that bakery because I think when they sell them at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they're uh, shrink wrapped. Yeah. Probably. So, and, and it has the same kind of paper yeah, on it, think, except for the color is different. Cause, what's the name of the bakery? Oh, that's I knew you were going to ask. Well, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> of course. That bakery that's that bakery. near Disney. It's in Winter Garden. Oh, yeah, Bakery. that bakery that's near Disney. Everybody loves that yeah. one. That's the name of it. Yeah. It's in Winter Garden, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, while you, look, while you look that up. Oh, go ahead. You found it? Uh-huh. It's called DF Bakery. DF. I was so close. And Disney I, Food Bakery. It probably <laughs> Oh my god. It's Disney Food it, yeah. Bakery. I mean That's where all Disney food comes from. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty It's big. one specific bakery. I love it. Yeah, it's a big facility. I mean, Did you try ordering the lobster roll? Um, I should have. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I would take my lobster roll with drawn butter. Do you have to talk like a southern belle when you order a lobster roll? <laughs> Apparently. You have to declare, so it makes it easier if you're already speaking like a southern belle. And then, like, if I it's good, you, you have to fan yourself and faint. <laughs> it's so tasty. They have fainting couches. That's only for lobster roll consumption. Why don't we have a fainting couch in the they, south? I think they still make them. So They do still yeah. make them. Why don't we have one? We need one because you all are so dramatic. Like that's that's oh, like no. a thing. Like they just make fainting yes. couches. Fainting yes. couches are a thing. Yeah. No, to be fair, any couch can be a fainting couch if you try hard enough. It's not as elegant. 
<laughs> you have to have a specific. They don't couch have the the gentle incline on one side, and you're able to lay your arm <laughs> over it because there are no um, armrests. Yeah, you have to have your handkerchief over your face. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> I I don't think I'm that dramatic, but maybe I am. If we had a fainting couch, I would use it every single day. <laughs> I could, would you find reasons to faint? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Might I suggest Twitter.com? That will give you plenty of reasons to faint. Oh, constantly. <laughs> no yep. kidding. The oh, platform of outrage. This is such a good segue, and I, I just have to jump on it here. You might have had a reason to faint on Thursday of last week, because there was some huge news that caused about half of Twitter to lose their marbles. When you came and told me about this news, I screamed like I won the Super Bowl you or did. something. <laughs> I, I felt like I wanted to dump a Gatorade tub on your head. What, I, 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 was, I was told on Discord, and I thought they were joking at first. Yeah. I did not think it was serious. Well, I know. I, I knew that McKenna was going to have a huge reaction to this because I know that you love this movie. Oh, my gosh. And, yes. and, and Garrett does, too. I mean, I think all of us. Landon, I know you, you've been a recent mm-hmm. adopter of Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. And, and I rewatched it over the weekend. It's like, yep, this movie still is awesome. But, of course, we're talking about Chuck E. Cheese declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> Everybody lost their mind on Twitter. Wait. <laughs> I'm being told that is not what we're talking about. Please continue. Yeah. They need to change the Chuck E. Cheese's into Fre- Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. <laughs> oh, my that gosh. I had a small heart attack earlier about someone who was like, five kids went missing at Chuck E. Cheese. And I was like, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> who, me. But who is the man behind the slaughter there? True. <laughs> it was fake, though. So. Did y'all realize the E stood for entertainment? Yeah. So his name was yeah, Charles Chuck e. Entertainment yes. Cheese. It was wow. a big meme for a while. Yeah. Charles Entertainment <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> I like entertainment cheese. I am very entertained by cheese. I love cheese. It is good. But this isn't what we should be talking about, is it? <laughs> so that anyways. Just, that just connected me to I was like, it's weird to have entertainment as a name, but it's also weird if cheese was part of your name, and that made me think of Brie Larson. Oh. oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because Brie is technically a type of cheese, yeah. <laughs> so a delicious one. That's the free association that just went on in my head. <laughs> yeah, you looked like like you could tell you were putting something together in your brain. I didn't expect it to be that, but you were you well, worked on it, dude. I knew it wasn't gonna <laughs> Yeah, there was smoke <laughs> there was smoke coming out of my ears. Jeez. I really I really wanted to drop some sort of a joke that was just going to bring the house down, but I could not come up with a way to connect Brie Larson to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Entertaining know. cheese, Brie Larson. Yay! No! Uh, I mean, she, that cheese, Brie is too expensive for Chuck E. Cheese. But it is entertaining cheese. You use it when you serve wine. Oh, I, I should have given myself another minute or two. I could have pieced this together. <laughs> really? Could you have... And did you need to give yourself a couple more minutes? I think I've had too much coffee. I'm having a meltdown right now. I would like to change. I am. <laughs> you want to change petition? your name to Brie Larson? No, I want my last name to now be Cheese. <laughs> McKenna Cheese? <laughs> McKenna Cheese. And people are like. Hey, mac and Cheese. Boom! No! I was going to say, yeah, I'm married to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my gosh, McKenna though. McKenna Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're taking his middle name too? Very progressive, McKenna. <laughs> that would be Mac E. Cheese. It would be Mac E. Cheese. 
That sounds like a rapper name. That sounds like an old rapper Mackie name. Cheese. Mackie Cheese. Hey guys, hey guys it's me, Mackie Cheese. Dropping the beat. Yeah. Oh, that's not a kickboxer name, McKenna. And right now you look more like a kickboxer, so. I'm a villain. Oh my God, what if I'm a kickboxer, but they, like, I'm the bad guy, and they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Mackie Cheese. <laughs> it sounds like you. Mackie Cheese. You could be a, a villain in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> 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 oh wow i don't know how to, i can play the flute so Woo. back on track what were we saying yeah, good, good uh, luck with that splash mountain <clears throat> so last week <laughs> huge news out of nowhere by the way seriously i mean people had started bringing up the, actually i mean this has kind of been a topic for a long time but considering the state of things in the world and how we are trying to be more aware of things that can be culturally insensitive in a time like this during the very important Black Lives Matter movement. We're signing or, or putting our spotlight on things that maybe we can do better and we're trying to be more aware. Obviously, you know, Landon and I, when we did our M340 and talked about Splash Mountain, I think we very, very briefly kind of touched on the fact that this was based on a movie that nowadays, I mean, Disney doesn't even want this thing to ever be seen. They won't let it yeah. out of the vault. They hit it. Yeah. Well. The exact quote you said was, we are going to briefly touch on it from 10,000 feet. Yeah. And we did. By the way, that video is still up on YouTube. Yeah, you can go check it out. And and just like recognizing that the property, Song of the South, has very culturally insensitive material in it. Specifically, the character of Uncle Remus and his portrayal, but also the some of the subject matter kind of of the story. Um, right. So, you know, without getting too far into that, just being aware that, sure, Splash Mountain itself did not have anything in it that was necessarily culturally insensitive, but it was connected to this particular movie and story that made people feel bad. Yeah, the foundation yeah. of the ride is the story. Right. So... By association, it is connected, unfortunately, to something that Disney itself admits it's not proud of. Yeah. You know? And that being the case, it's always been one of those things that's been, and I'm talking about Splash Mountain, has been just a bit problematic for people because it's like, well, what is, you know, people at, what's this based on? What's this story? And they're like, oh, well. There's this rabbit. Yeah. It's really cool, isn't yeah. it? It's just Br'er Rabbit. Yeah. And, and I, you know, the characters, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, they're a great. They're, they're fun. They're cute. It had, it had fun music. Mm -hmm. The animatronics were cool. And, and here's what I want to say mm -hmm. as we get into this. I do understand people having nostalgia for that ride because they, so, they don't, most people that have ridden Splash Mountain really don't have any background of Song of the South. Right. And so I totally understand it. And, and I'm without saying too much, cause I don't want to put words in his mouth. Our friend, cousin Kevin, we were talking about this and Kevin said he gets it, but he's sad. And I think that's how some people feel. And that's fine. Now there's a whole other portion of people that are mad. Yeah. And there's, there's even a petition out there. Oh my God. Is there really? Oh yeah. There's a, they, they've created a petition to stop the re-theming of Splash Mountain. And by the way, I guess I never really came out and said, 
Disney's announcement was it's being rethemed to The Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. It's going to be freaking Tiana in the bayou, and it's going to be so Mm -hmm. cool. And people, come on, come on, guys. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, Garrett. At this point, if they've announced it, they've already started. You know what's funny? Funny Funny you should say that, because in the Disney Parks blog, they say they've been working on this for a year. Good. Well... I don't know if that's true, actually. (laughs) Come on. It would make sense if the concept had been in the works for a while. Didn't they close down um, for refurbishment on that for a little while? And it didn't change the ride. They were touching up, like, the actual ride and fixing some of the mechanics of the animatronics and stuff. So if they were doing that, like, why would they do that? If they were planning to change it. Right. Yeah, Why? exactly. Kind of like Spaceship Earth, because the plan was to totally redo the inside, so they stopped stopped doing refurbishment. Right. But Splash Mountain was closed for a little while last year. In the fall, right? In the fall, winter time. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, especially with a ride like Splash Mountain, it goes through seasonal shutdowns and refurbishments because, I mean, unlike Spaceship Earth, it does have to deal with an element of water, which can do some, uh, I'd imagine, some wear and tear on those animatronics. And it's like... I kind of felt like this has always been one of those Disney rumors that I I remember hearing this like for the last couple years that this was going to happen. Mm. So, I mean, just because Disney says they've been working on it for a year again, it's like, OK, maybe. But it's like I, this one didn't catch me completely off guard. The timing it the did timing but did, for yeah. them to pull the trigger on this. Like I like I could have sworn I heard this exact rumor several years ago. Yeah. yeah. Plus, mm. concepts for this kind of thing take a long time. Yeah. You're right. And mm-hmm. they need to refurbish. Even if they're planning on changing it, they don't want the ride to be dangerous or to be just really bad when you go on it. Like, all the animatronics are broken. They still need to refurbish it, even if they're going to change yeah. it. Yeah. You know, but why don't they fix Space Mountain? Then? Or, no, Spaceship Earth. Because Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth doesn't Earth. have, like Landon said, water. Yeah. And it doesn't break nearly as much as Splash Mountain well, does. Well, but it's been breaking down more. Before before the parks shut down, I can remember when we went through the, the scene of the moon landing, the TV wasn't working anymore. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo hadn't been painting the chapel for like months. <laughs> He's taking a break. <laughs> You know, a well-deserved break. Yeah. I On mean, my last trip down to Epcot, there was a point where it's like, all right, and the ride comes to a complete stop for like 10 minutes. It's like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, like, Spaceship Earth definitely does have some stuff that needs to be fixed. But, again, it's like it doesn't have to deal with that variable of water. It's like Disney likes to control everything, but water is one of those things you can only hope, not control. There's a very infamous animatronic in Splash Mountain. Yeah, dumb bunny. It's called the Million Dollar Bunny because it's when Brayer Rabbit kind of hops up beside your log and then hops along beside you for a little bit. That thing breaks down all the time. Yeah, I don't even remember it. Yeah, most of the time you ride it, you don't see it because it doesn't work so often. Um, I've seen it a few times. It is cool when it works, but um, that's one of the things about this ride is I think that this... I think Landon's right. I think that they've probably been thinking about we need to do something with the inside of this attraction. Not only from the theming standpoint, but also because I, I would guess it's one of the most expensive to maintain. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. With all those animatronics, yeah. 
I, I think when we did the research for the M34D segment on it, it's like well over a hundred animatronics are used in oh, Splash yeah. Mountain. Oh, it's crazy! It's terrifying. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really like Splash Mountain. I've never really liked it. I've actually kind of been scared of it. I'm not scared of it, but I don't. I'm not fond of it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I like it because I just don't like getting wet. I like it because mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, Garrett. Yeah. I mean, the getting wet part's my least favorite part. I would say, but. I love the music. I love the animatronics. Plus, a lot of rides you can wait, you know, 30 plus minutes for, and it's a two to three minute ride. Splash Mountain was like a 15 minute ride, Mm -hmm. which is nice. You feel like you're getting your money's worth. Um, So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I just think that you've got a lot of factors kind of playing into the decision to do this. But I, when I think about. We did find out that the refurbishment of Space Mountain has been halted, at least for now. They're not going to change it. Um, They said when the parks open up, you're going to be able to ride Spaceship Earth in its original form or well, in its current form, and it won't be changing for a while. Now, this is most likely due to budgetary issues because Disney, of course, has been impacted severely by the, the parks being closed for the last four months. And so they've had to make some choices about construction. So Spaceship Earth construction paused. And Splash Mountain, by the way, will be running when the parks open. And and we don't know when they're going to do the shutdown. But if they're saying they make this announcement, you have to imagine that when it gets to kind of its standard refurbishment period, they're just going to be like, all right, we're shutting it down. But Spaceship Earth isn't going to be refurbed. But now Splash Mountain is. So it's like. Money's getting moved around here, I think. Oh, yeah. You said Space Mountain at first, and you gave me a little heart attack (laughs) because I was like, oh, no, what are they doing to Space Mountain? Sorry. Sorry, All the mountains are coming down in the Magic Kingdom. You're next, Big Thunder. Yeah. I would kind of like prefer them to change Splash Mountain and leave Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a question. So, knowing that, um, you know, Tiana, the Princess and the Frog, is a New Orleans-themed mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it's going in Frontierland, mm-hmm. are they going to change more? I don't think so. I, so, I, people, that's one of the things that... I saw something online, like, explaining it, and it made sense. Well, in Disneyland, of. it makes perfect sense, because they can connect it to New Orleans Square. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, you know, it fits perfectly. In Walt Disney World, it's going to be more of a stretch. But at the same time, Disney hasn't really been too worried about like land integrity over the last several years. I mean, the counter argument to that is like when they create a land based on a franchise like Galaxy's Edge. Of course, everything in there is going to be Star Wars. But let's talk about Tomorrowland for a second. Why is Monsters, Inc. there? Yeah, that's true. Mm. That makes sense. That 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 definitely makes a lot of sense. You know, I guess you can be like, well, it's kind of futuristic. It's not really no. futuristic. It's mm-hmm. it's just supposed to be like current day monsters exist. Right. So well, it's like I'll I'll take a swing at it with the whole Frontierland and the retheming for Princess and the Frog. Back when America first started expanding west, New Orleans was on the front of the for, of of that frontier. So yeah. everything going forward Especially, I mean, that can kind of stick with the theming of Big Thunder Mountain. It's that, you know, 1800s prospector feel. Now, yeah, okay. We did have to do a little bit of stretch, and I will admit to that. But at the same time, I don't think it's that far out there. No, I like that. It's a good good point. I also think it just doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just happy to have (laughs) Tiana. Mm -hmm. I also think that, um, you know, despite 
how you feel one way or the other. It's a pretty good move for them to replace the the ride that was associated with Song of the South with a very um, progressive. Yeah. You know, Here, here's actually what they say about it. Movie. They say this is from the Disney Parks blog. They say Tiana is a modern, courageous, and empowered woman who pursues her dreams and never loses sight of what's really important. It's a great story with a strong lead character set against the backdrop of New Orleans and the Louisiana Bayou. In 66, Walt Disney himself opened up New Orleans Square when it became the first new land added to Disneyland. So it's a natural fit um, to put to link the two there. But I, I mean, they're specifically pointing out that Tiana is the, the focus here mm-hmm. as well. Good. She should be. Yeah. I think so. She mm-hmm. deserves more. I want to give her... I love Princess and the Frog so much, and I love New Orleans stuff, and oh my gosh. <gasps> Will this mean Dr. Facilier is more likely you're going to be able to meet him? Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be, I don't know just, if we're going to get a full-blown meet and greet with him, but I do hope they bring back Keith David to uh, reprise the role of uh, Facilier and cut some new lines for the attraction. Yeah, I'm just excited to see his part in that ride because it's probably oh, going to look so amazing. Awesome. Oh, uh-huh. they could do like glow in the dark stuff with the water too. Yeah. His v- visuals, like uh, his part in the movie are wonderful. Mm. So uh, it's going to be cool to see that in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And Plus, you know, the soundtrack's killer. It I is. Mean, like, like there's, there's somebody who put a video out of uh, a ride through of current splash mountain and just overlaid part of the soundtrack from princess and the frog. And it's like, if, if if the ride itself is half as good as the video that's floating out there on YouTube, this is this is going to be awesome, y'all. Yeah. What if they have a little, like, Ray and Evangeline in the sky? Oh. I'll actually oh. start crying. Sam, I think, actually might. Yeah, oh. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I love that little lightning bug. <laughs> I know. Oh. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm super excited. One hundred percent on board. I love the music. I'm excited too. Such a good soundtrack. Yeah. Um. So, good thing. I mean, this is this is a good thing. I, I think guess. so. And mm-hmm. I I get I get people being resistant to change, and my hope is that most of those people, it's fine to feel like. Well, look, you know, Splash Mountain was one of my favorite rides, and I'm going to have nostalgia for it. But maybe open your arms a little bit to the idea that if that ride in any way made anybody feel like bad, just just bad because of what it was associated with, then that's something Disney can change. And I think in my mind, when I heard this, I knew that people were going to be upset about it. And you know Disney knew that people were going to be upset about it, too. And they still did it, which is great. Because there aren't a lot of stories out there about companies you know, going out and taking a stand, knowing that people are going to resist the change, but knowing they're doing the right thing. This is something that's going to cost them more money than just maintaining it for the next couple of years. So, yeah, I think it's good. It makes it makes me proud. There's you know not everything Disney does makes me proud uh, to be a fan, but this in this case it does. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's good stuff. Pretty daggone happy about it. Yeah. And plus, by the way, little kids, especially like little girls, they want to see their their princesses that they mm-hmm. love represented in the parks. It's just a good idea. Yep. Plus, I don't know many kids who are excited to go ride the ride themed about Song of the South, but I know 
they'll definitely be excited to ride a princess in the frog ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah kids are gonna love it and i don't think tiana tiana is an amazing character for representation but she's just a good role model for kids yeah. in general mm-hmm. oh yeah i agree i love really her so much yeah so i've seen some people story. speculate online that they'll just continue to call it splash mountain do you think they will or are they going to come up with a new like like tiana's touchdown splash time or something <laughs> <laughs> i think we were maybe saying- don't go with that disney i in fact i insist you don't I think we were saying Frog Mountain. Frog Mountain, yeah. <laughs> Call it like the Bayou or something. Yeah. The, so it's interesting because I, when 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 I heard about the retheming, my first thought was they could just keep the name because the name doesn't mean anything, mm-hmm. and, and there's still going to be a splash because they're not changing the track. No. It's going to be everything around it. Um, so they could still call it Splash Mountain, but I think they probably won't. Um, and I think right now internally they're just calling it like unnamed princess and the frog ride. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like it has to have mountain in the name though, yeah. because it is part mm-hmm. of the magic kingdom mountain range. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does need mountain. They could just go with splash mountain under new management. It worked out so well the last <laughs> time they did that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they call it Evangeline's mountain. I don't know. Oh, I like that. That would be so sweet. (laughs) Shadow Man's Mountain. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, I don't know if kids will want to ride that. They're going to have to, as much as I really think it'd be cool for them to like lean into the spooky Dr. Facilier, they're going to have to keep it somewhat light because it is going to pull the kids in. I know, but I can dream. Yeah. I mean, they scared the crap out of me with Snow White's scary ride. Well, that's part of why it's gone from the Magic Kingdom. Um, Like I said, when we were talking about it, like my, my, me and my friends were talking about it on Discord. One of them said they'd be fine if the whole thing was just Doctor Facilier yeah. stuff. I would. Hey, maybe around Halloween they'll break out an overlay now. But I, I cool. know it's not going to be much of that. They're going to have to reserve that for the the future villains park that I've always wished for. <laughs> Keep wishing on that star. I know, and I'll call that star Evangeline. Evangeline. I love Evangeline. <laughs> 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 okay. So, we've had a lot of heavy discussion on today's episode. No kidding. So, I'm going to wrap it up with something fun. And I pulled this article from www.info.com. And the headline is, 10 Rides to Avoid When Walt Disney World Reopens. So, the, the idea of this is basically, it's a discussion about which rides have the most potential risk because you have to touch, touch a bunch of things in the ride to experience it. So I just kind of wanted to throw it out to you all to see if you had an idea of what might be on this list. McKenna seems to have one. Uh, the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, I was about to say that, too. You know what's mm-hmm. funny is I think you're absolutely right, and I don't think it's on their list. It's not on... Okay, what what parks is it? Oh, you're right. It's number four. You got oh, it. Yes. I didn't see uh, it earlier, but win. it's number four. Yeah. I know one. Win. Let's see who can get the highest one. What? Buzz Lightyear. Space yeah, Ranger going to be my answer. Mm-hmm. I know that's on the list, and that's number one. Nice. Yes, me and you, Garrett, we win. We win. In your face, the rest of the Monorail family. It's me and the G-Man at the top. Whatever. That means, that means Toy Story Mania is <laughs> That's what there. I was going to say next. It is. Year. It's number 10 on the list. Uh, number 10? Why would Buzz Lightyear be number That's one? a great question. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> the Mission Space? Mission Mars? Space is on there. Mars yep. 1. You're right. 
Hold on, uh, let me think. What are more interactive rides? Mission Space is I'm going to go Seven five. Dwarves Mine just because of the interactive queue. It is not. They did So Rats. they didn't include anything that had like interactive queue elements. So not Winnie the Pooh. No, Winnie the Pooh's not on the list. I was thinking that too, so yeah. Oh, the the race car when um Ooh. in Magic Kingdom. Tomorrowland Speedway? Yep. Tomorrowland Speedway's number 3. That one's going to have to um mm. Well, wait. I don't know. Was what about the the one in Tomorrowland that's in the sky? The Astro Orbiter. Yeah, is that on there? Because of the elevator. Um, no, Astro Orbiter is not on the list. But see, it has controls too, just like the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. So you would think. And Dumbo. <laughs> well, Dumbo's on the list. No, hot wait, dog! What? I did it again. Dumbo's, no. Dumbo's number seven. I feel like Astro Orbiter is more of a risk because you're. In an elevator to get up there with a bunch of people. Yeah, but they can limit that. Mm-hmm. And didn't mm. you say they didn't include Q, include Q things? Yeah, but there's one that I guess is... Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is on the list. It's number two. Well, that could just be the bike. Well, yeah. Yeah. And also the, the 3D goggles or glasses as well. Yeah. So we've got Buzz Lightyear at number one. Flight of Passage is number two. The Speedway is number three. Smuggler's Run is four. This feel, this is like Family Feud. <laughs> Show uh, me potato salad. <laughs> Mission Space is five. You guys have not guessed number six. Dumbo is seven. You haven't guessed eight or nine. Um, is Figment mm. on there? Nope. Mm. Figment's what about Dinosaur? Dinosaur's not on the list. Mm. Good. I love Dinosaur. What about Tower of Terror? Because you're grabbing at something in front of you. Uh, not on the list. Test track. Test track is on the oh, list. Oh, man. Gary, Screens. look at this. Number eight yeah. because of building the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got eight now. So you're still missing nine and you're missing six. Nine and six. Peter Pan's flight. Nope. <laughs> Not on the Why list. Why would that one be on this? The carousel. Not on the list, but Dang. it should be. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. But uh, you've still got Hagrid. one. Hagrid. Wait, no, wrong part. Uh, you still got, there is one in Fantasyland that you have Is haven't. it the bell thing? No. Oh. Enchanted Tales with Bell is not on the list. Wait. The sword in the stone. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't be touching that Small anyway. World? Small World? Small I can't even get to the sword. They rope it off half the time. <laughs> um, they know you're going to rip that thing out of the stone. I'm yank it. <laughs> Haunted Mansion? Nope. The, so fantasy. you What's guys, fantasy I'll give you. So the one hint is one's in fantasy land and one is in future Little world mermaid? of Epcot. Not little, not little mermaid. World. Uh, spaceship earth. Spaceship earth. That's number nine on screens. the list. That's because of the oh, that's right. just touch yeah. the, the turn mm. off the screens. Yeah. People still yeah, but that's them. half the fun making horrifying fa- uh, yeah. <laughs> faces that get stuck on your body when you're in space. That's funny. So, aerial ride. Nope. I said that. Oh, Sorry. So the last one is in, aerial ride. It's in Fantasyland. It's near the carousel, but it's not. Philhar oh, Magic? Magic? No. Huh. You said not Peter Pan. Not Peter Pan. Not Small World. You guys are going the wrong way. Oh, yeah, wait, I am going to go Hagrid here. <laughs> wait. Um, what is over there? Uh, oh, um, Escape from Gringotts. <laughs> no. <laughs> Character meet and greet. No. Wait. Okay, wait. You can wait. get it. Wait. I know you can get it. The topping bar at Pecos Bill. It's oh. also close to the Tomorrowland Speedway. Mm. Oh, the teacups. Yep, the tea party. Dang it. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be putting your hands on those wheels. Yeah. I always 
put teacups in Tomorrowland for some that, reason. I why. hate that ride, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think it's fun to go as fast as you possibly. I'm very can. sensitive to spinning. Yeah, I can't it was do it. only fun when me and my younger brother tortured my poor mom <laughs> who got in the cup with us when when uh, my folks took us down there when we were young. I thought my mom was going to yak as soon as we got off the ride. Me and Tyler were so proud of each other. I I'm, somehow, when I rode it with the kids at the very merry Christmas party, I somehow found a way to like I don't know if I was meditating or I ascended or what <laughs> happened. <laughs> But like we started spinning and I was like, this is going to be bad. And then I found something to focus on and I managed to not get super sick. I didn't. I felt weird for the rest Garrett of the Garrett kept trying to grab the wheel while yes. I was trying to go fast. I was trying to stop you because I can just turn a little bit. And yeah, you can't weird. turn your head. I wanted to feel like the Gravitron in those. No, I was saying like, I can just turn a little bit in oh. this seat and feel weird. What? I'm, uh, well, that's an exaggeration, <laughs> but I'm just very sensitive <laughs> to yeah. it. Even I, thinking about it makes me feel weird. Has Garrett ever been in a Gravitron? Yeah. Yes. I didn't feel weird after that, actually. That was, I love those things. Well, those... I actually used to not be sensitive to spinning very much. Hmm. You're getting old, Garrett. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're getting up there. I like the picture of the guy who's standing straight up in the Gravitron, like, off the wall. <laughs> you know, I can do the Gravitron, and it doesn't make me nauseous. And mm-hmm. it's because, the like, when in, when you're in there, if you're just looking, like, straight ahead at the... the I think of him as like the DJ, <laughs> <laughs> the Graviton, Gravitron DJ. Like he's not moving. Like he's with you, right? He's spinning with you. So it looks like he's not moving. You're in an enclosed environment. It's almost the mission space effect. You keep your head back, look straight ahead and you can somewhat manage it. Hmm. It's just like you're laying down. Yeah. I don't uh, like it. Yeah. I'm not I love it. Mm-mm. So cool. I hate rides. Like I feel yeah. like I need to take a Dramamine after that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I know. Me too. Garrett too. He's his head spinning over here. Just thinking yes. about it. So, all right. That's all I had for today. And we, we did, as I thought, take up an hour just talking about this stuff. So, I know we're still kind of like trying to work our way through the World Showcase Pavilion. Italy's up next. So, it'll give us another week to kind of think about that. And we do have to get back to our essential foods conversation as well. So, Epcot Essential Foods. Oh, I I don't think I can do, like, what is it? How many do we get? Five? I don't, I'm not limited. No rules. <laughs> well, that's good, because uh, I have a lot of essential Just foods. go through all the pavilions and name all the food. Uh-huh, okay. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> there are, I mean, there are some restaurants I don't want to eat at there. What yeah. about for uh, festivals? Because that, that steak that was with No the rules, coffee. McKenna. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was good. Mm. That was no rules. Good cut of yeah, so... I want you guys to be prepared. We're going to talk about that next week. Hopefully, Kevin will be back with us. We'll talk about Italy. We'll talk about Epcot Essential Foods. And hopefully, we'll talk about how we're excited about going to our pass holder preview day at Animal Kingdom. Which I don't get to go. You don't. That's true. Why don't you get to go? Because my what? friends are coming down here because they're dumb. Blow off at your least, friends. At least you, you don't need to friends. See your friends, McKenna. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Make sure you infect them with the coronavirus. I plan on spitting <sighs> in all of their drinks. McKenna. It's a joke. I'm not really going to. She's not sick You anyways. spit in everyone's drinks anyways. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? All the time. Yeah, that's her favorite oh, thing okay, to do. Okay, okay. <laughs> this just took a turn. Okay, well. All right. Let's wrap it up. Landon, tell everyone where they can find you on the interwebs. 
L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters a time on Twitter. Uh, I also appear on the podcast Near Fall Radio, if you're a fan of the Sweet Science Professional Wrestling. Hopefully, we will have an episode go up either Sunday or today as this podcast goes live. That really just depends on if I want to edit an hour's worth of uh, audio today, which... uh, Let's be honest, it's probably not going to happen, but still, regardless, search that in the iTunes store, uh, subscribe, leave us a review, remember five stars or GTFO. Hey, 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 kids. Hey, hey kids. What? Don't do drugs. Are you guys just like talking only AEW now? Yeah, pretty much. We're only <laughs> talking about AEW because right now, I'll be honest, the product that WWE is putting out there is not very inspiring yeah. let's just go with that and plus with the way wwe is not handled the corona situation makes me kind of uh, feel a little bit sweaty yeah. watching that company and supporting you. their product and i'm also on the phil show on news talk 987 woki radio station locally here in knoxville tennessee streaming worldwide at news talk 987.com 6 to 10 a.m that's eastern standard time monday through friday also available on the iheart radio app and the news talk 987 app be sure to search that in the itunes and google play store very good Garrett? Yes. Would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah, I'm on, like, everything. I'm Skelligummy everywhere. Skelligummy everywhere. If you look for him on ChristianMingle.com. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You said everywhere. There is a certain social media that I swore I would never make an account on that I now have made an account on. And I'm not going to say it, but if people know what you're saying. You can Is find the link there. It's MySpace. It's MySpace. Yeah. I have a MySpace. So <laughs> Can y'all tell me what Tom is up to these days? I remember he was my friend like over a decade ago. I haven't talked to him. I feel like a bad friend. Sorry, Tom, if you're out there. He turned into a raccoon and now um, <laughs> is the mayor of He's Islands. not the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> what is he called? The governor? He's not a raccoon. He's a tanuki. Okay. Well, I thought he was a red panda. No, that's a different thing. He's not a red panda. He's, not He's red. a tanuki. He's a tanuki from Japan. Oh, whatever. Yeah, you that's just why get everything the red is a leaf. leaf. And, and then you take on the powers. I thought he was a heart surgeon from Japan. That's why whenever you <laughs> no. lay down furniture, no. it's a leaf because tanukis can transform leaves into other things. We have a... We you have can't a do impressions. Studio Ghibli movie that goes into depth about tanukis versus people. Hmm. Oh, is that the raccoon one? Yeah, but they're tanukis. <laughs> this is like a weaker version of who's on first. Yeah, I love it. It's not as By funny. the way, while we're plugging other animals, generally I've been telling you to go follow Possum every hour, but I got a new one for y'all this week. It's at Snacks with Hands. And that's spelled S-N-E-K-S with hands. It's hilarious. It's a it, somebody takes pictures of snakes and then draws hands on them, and they're doing hilarious things. One of my favorite one is where Snake is playing trombone. Fun stuff. <laughs> That's good. Um, while we're wrapping things up here, there's a couple little matters of business that I wanted to take care of. First of all, I want to say a fond, maybe not farewell, but hopefully see you later to our friend Tony Disney Discussions podcast. Tony is Disney dad, and he did a podcast with his boys, Stitch and Sparrow, and they're, um, <laughs> thanks, McKenna, they're hanging up the, the headphones and turning off the microphones for a little while, and I, I wish them well. I know that, you know, people have things, competing priorities, different things going on, and I hope 
you know, nothing but the best for them. And, and as I said to Tony on Twitter, if they ever decide they want to just do a random episode here or there, I know that there are going to be people who would be excited to hear them because they're awesome. So Tony, good luck, nothing but good wishes for you and the family and hope you are, you know, feeling good and doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Salute y'all. Yeah. So, um, they're, they're awesome. They've always been very, uh, kind and supportive to us and, and they had have, they, they're going to have one more show, a farewell show. And so make sure you check that out and, and send them off, uh, in a good way. And then the other piece of business is our friend, Nick Salcedo, who I finally started saying his last name correctly last week. And he sent me an email this morning and, and, you know, I'm not going to get into all of the details, but essentially the message we got from Nick was he's no longer taking any more reservations as a Disney travel agent for the rest of 2020. And in 2021, he's going to be stepping away from the travel agency. So if you all have been listening for the last who knows how long, Nick was our Disney travel agent extravaganza. He was our preferred <laughs> travel agent. We had a, a nice partnership with him. And so, you know, we are going to be saying, you know, so long to the travel agent relationship. But Nick's still a friend. And I want Nick to know he's still part of the Monorail family. And if he ever wants to come on the show and just hang out, he's always welcome. Absolutely. Always welcome to come talk Disney. Yep. And he's still going to be out there in the Disney community. So make sure you're following him. He's at TTA underscore team underscore lead. Nick is a great guy. I always like to say he's the best Disney father out there. Tony might be in the running too. I got to give Tony a plug. A <laughs> couple good Disney fathers. Um, but uh, he's, a, he's a really great guy. And thanks to Nick for his partnership and friendship. And I hope that, you know, we'll see him in the parks soon someday. So... Those are the two little pieces of business. Now, as for us, we've got a lot of stuff for you. On Tuesday nights, Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live. You can find us on Podbean and on the Dillo's Diz YouTube page if you want to watch the video. And that's where Sam and I sit down with Frank and Jen from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. And we just goof off for about an hour. And it's loosely tied to Disney topics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just friends hanging out more yeah. than anything. We're recording our our Zoom stuff, so yeah, so it's fun. It's it's like um, you know the first fifteen minutes we usually call the pre-show where we really talk about random stuff. Yeah, and what were we talking about last time? Well, I think we got into your hip trainer for a little oh, while. Yeah. <laughs> what episode was it where y'all were talking about when the uh, when the trash truck rolls up for uh, for the Dillos? That happens almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one episode y'all talked about it for for a decent yeah. chunk. Yeah, that that was probably early on because uh, the last like four or five weeks, Frank's actually been in upstate, so he hasn't had the trash trucks rolling up on him when we re when we do the live show. But that typically does happen when we record with them. Uh, but it's fun; it's a lot of fun, and and it's live. If you follow us on the Podbean and join the the link that I send out on Twitter or Facebook, you can actually call into the show and participate. Talk to us about what's on your mind. Um, and if you watch on YouTube, you can talk in the live chat. And we, we try to make sure we follow along with the comments and interact with you guys. It's fun. On our YouTube page, Monday Morning Monorail, I've been putting up the Justin Monorail video diaries. The last couple have been uh, universal trips. The next one I'm going to put up is going to be a little more like just a 
uh, exploration of my my Disney collectibles here at the house. I think <laughs> um, just me talking about the stuff we have. If you ever if you watch the Parks and Monorails Most Magical Hour, you probably see the shelf behind me and Sam that's got some of our stuff on it. So just going through some of that popcorn buckets, sippers, and other accessories that I might have. Uh, but follow us. And also be sure to watch Jay's vlog for unintentional comedy, because in the last episode, or yeah, we'll call it an episode you posted when you were walking around Universal, <laughs> you said the joke. It's like, yeah, they got these thing one T-shirts and these thing two T-shirts. I've decided I'm going to make a thing three T-shirt. And you were so proud of yourself. And then like five minutes later in the video, there you were in a gift shop. And lo and behold, what did they have? Not only a thing three shirt, they also had a thing four shirt. And that moment where like it all comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you could feel the disappointment in your voice it was hilarious so thank you for that i got a really good kick out of it. oh yeah the, the thing is that was totally for real i've made this thing one and thing two joke multiple times yes. it's kind of like when we ride living with the land and we go by the sturgeons and i always say do you think you have to go to medical school oh my to be God, a sturgeon I hate that joke. <laughs> yeah, i'm there with you too mckenna <laughs> <laughs> like anytime i see people in those shirts i was like i'm gonna make a thing three and just follow along with these people so oh, and then the universe came and just crushed yeah. your spirit. It was great. It was pretty bad. So yeah, go check that out um, on the YouTube. But we are at Morning Monorail on Twitter. Join our Facebook group. It's the Monday Morning Monorail family group on Facebook. If you search it up, just request access. I will grant you access, and you can talk with us all week long. We have voicemail. We got a Facebook. We got it. We got everything. I said Facebook so many times that I can't stop saying it. But. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. We love all you guys. Please stay safe out there. Take care of yourself and your loved ones and those around you. And we hope to see you back here next week. Until then, we hope you have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon.